0: This is Redefining the Counterculture on Witten Radio. Make sure to check out our website at wittenradio.com. Hey guys, you're listening to another episode of Redefining the Counterculture right here on Witten Radio. Today we're joined by celebrity guest Jacqueline Betham. You know her from Tyler Perry's Behaves and Have Nots that airs on the Owen Network. Uh, she's out with a new film called The Getaway, and we're super excited to talk to Jacqueline. Jacqueline, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show.
1: Of course.
0: I'm super excited to talk to you. Uh, you know, I've, I've been wanting to ask, you know, you're you're known for your work in television. You've been on some great shows like The Haves and Have Nots. Uh, you've been on NCIS New Orleans, uh, Dear White People, you know, just to name a few, um, but before this um y- you were a dancer, and I was wondering um what kind of what got you into acting? What was it that I guess was the catalyst that transitioned you from uh dancing your ballerina to to act?
1: yeah, um, it's kind of a funny story. I actually had no desire to be an actor <laughs> oh wow um I was living in Los Angeles as a group of girls um and my friend wanted to take a cold reading class it's like an acting class a form of acting class and she was really scared to go so she asked me to go with her and when i went to the class she didn't show up cuz she was so nervous and so i ended up taking her spot cuz the acting coach was like you need to just take her spot because she paid for it you might as well you're here and i had no idea what i was doing and i did the class and long story short that acting coach ended up being my manager.
0: Oh, wow. And I started
1: yeah, and I started acting and then booked the Haves and Have Nots a few years later. So kind of just fell into my lap. I wasn't expecting it.
0: <laughs> that is quite <laughs> quite the jump and I mean that's a really neat story. Um so you were um a classically trained ballerina. Um did you still battle with that from time to time or
1: I you- do, yeah. I still teach, uh, a lot of ballet. I, I love teaching. And so I, um, still teach in privately and class form. And if a job calls for it, then I'll still do, um, ballet, but it's, it's a very rigorous art form. And so you have to train constantly to keep your body where it needs to be to be able to perform a lot of the ballet moves. So, I I mainly teach now. and acting takes up so much time.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so, what was it that drew you to to the art of ballet and and dancing? Because I know that that's something that you know many people aspire to, but you know, very mm-hmm. very few you know had the opportunity to actually partake in that. What what was it that I guess
1: yeah. drew you? Um, I actually was on a cheer team in junior high school, and my sister was a cheerleader. And when I was in junior high school, my sister went to cheer camp, and they had the dance team there. And I just fell completely in love with the dance team, and so I went to a dance studio and took a jazz class. Um, And the jazz teacher was like, you need to do ballet, your facility, and your lines are perfect for ballet. And I had no idea what she was talking about. And then I took a few classes and I just fell in love with it. But I, again, I probably would have never found it had someone not told me about it. (laughs) Um, It is a a rarity for sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What, what would you say are like some of your fondest memories uh, of doing that way? Is there, I guess, uh, one incident in particular or, um was it
1: a oh teacher? man i think that's what i fell in love with acting because people don't realize like when you're doing a ballet you're acting so much throughout the whole thing because you're coming into these characters and you're telling a story through all movement there's no words but you still have to convey a whole ballet Um, So the audience knows what's going on. And so I think the transformation in that, especially with ballets, you're playing either like a doll or a swan or a princess. You know, you're playing all these very dramatic extreme characters. And a lot of the time you're not a human. (laughs) You're either like a firebird or you're a a swan or you're a bluebird. You know, there's all kinds of different things. And so, I think I love just being able to, like, let my imagination fly and then express that through my body. Um, But I had incredible teachers growing up. I got into Houston Ballet when I was 15 and moved away from home. So at a time in my life, my mentors and my coach were kind of my family and my parents. So they had to be, you know, I had to listen and trust everything they were saying at a young age. So they were very... um, very monumental in my upbringing, that's for sure.
0: Absolutely. I wanted to ask you, uh, transition just a little bit to your acting style. Tell me a little bit about, I guess, what inspires you and who has kind of helped to shape your style of, of acting.
1: Oh, man. Uh, well, I've done so many different things. So I think with each character, there's been different influences for each thing. Um, and I've trained at all, in all different kinds of styles and methods. Um, but I think just what works best now is finding the character and finding what you connect with and just trusting in yourself. Um, because usually if you've booked it, then you're spot on, you know, (laughs) um, and then letting that just fully develop in your body and your words and your mind, if that makes sense.
0: Absolutely. Just let the character fully encompass you. Absolutely. How do you prepare mentally? Um, or is there a, a frame or a mindset that you try to get yourself into when you take on a new role? Because I know every role is so vastly different. Um oh, what yeah. does that helps you to kind of get into character and, and really possess the role?
1: Um, I think like what you said, it depends if it's poverty or if it's more of a drama or how much I have to cry or what's the circumstance of it. Um, But I was actually just talking to my coach about this recently that, you know, when I was younger and I first started acting, I would let, you know, the, if I had a crying scene, I'd be sad all day and be letting that overtake my entire day. And then I'd be so exhausted by the time I got to set when I had to cry But I think as you grow as an actor, you know, you can really just let your day just be natural and normal. And because you have that connection to the character and then let it come out during the scene. Um, And I think that just takes time. And some people it doesn't, but um, I think just finding what the character means to you and just finding it personally. So then when you're on set and ready to perform, it's there and ready to come out.
0: Completely, completely, completely agree. I wanted to um, touch, kind of transition again, but your newest film uh, that's set to be out on VOD in April, is it's a horror film. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about it. Uh, I don't know that you've ever done horror.
1: Yeah. So I actually um, co-wrote it with Wayne Torin, and then I actually produced the film as well. I was living in North Carolina at the time when I wrote it, and I just wanted to do something that was very, like, woman power, super strong. There wasn't any um, anything I was really auditioning that was, like, getaway, and so I kind of just wanted to write it and develop it myself and then be able to perform it and just do something that was completely out of my wheelhouse and really fun. And so I wrote it and then was able to produce it and make it. And now it's coming out in April, which is exciting.
0: That is amazing. I mean, it's one thing to act in a film and to prepare for it mentally and and physically, even emotionally, but to to write and produce it is, I mean.
1: Oh, I have so much more appreciation now for writers and producers and everyone that's behind camera because I had never done anything like that Um, and it is so much work and I don't think a lot of actors realize that because we usually just show up do our job and then we go home we don't have to do the any prep or post work and so I yeah just so much appreciation now it's incredible
0: what was the writing process like was it was it Particularly arduous, or did it come rather easy, like what was it like planning this
1: thing? Um, well, I had written a lot of scripts, but they were all like insanely huge budgets, and my partner on it was you know we were talking about it, and he said, "You know you need to write something that we could actually make, like we can't make these films are <laughs> huge budgets, like eventually <laughs> great, but like." <laughs> something we were going to produce like we need to make something that we can just we can do and so I we came up with an idea and then I wrote it I think in four days and then we went through and then did several drafts after that but it kind of just fell out and fell out of me and was on the page and it was um it just happened very organically
0: I love it. And what was the deciding factor for you to produce it as well? Because I know, like, that was an added responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. When did you
1: know that this was something I had that you had, <laughs> <I> had <laughs> a lot of hats on. I had a lot of hats on. I think because it's so hard to make film, and it's so hard to make things happen. And I love taking nothing and creating it into something. And so as I started doing all the work and started producing it from nothing, Um, I started falling in love with producing and I realized that it was something that I want to move forward in, um, in the future. And so I think just it was easier to get things accomplished and get things to happen, especially for indie film. It's it's really hard to get the ball rolling when you don't have a big studio behind you. So we were able to move a lot faster with me producing
0: it absolutely do you think indie film is something that you'll you'll do again that that you'll you know because this was so groundbreaking for you do you, do you think this mm-hmm. is something that you want to continue or
1: oh 100% because there's you know then you can make the content you want to make and I think that's that okay. I still love doing tv and other films as well but i you know there's certain roles that's just aren't being written for women my age and in my ethnicity background. So I just, I want to be able to make that happen.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to um, circle back, um, the film. So I, you know, I have been privileged to see the screener, um, but you know, for our listening audience, it'll be probably close to another month before they're able to, to see the film, um, without, I guess, spoiling, uh, too much, Um, (laughs) There's a lot of twists
1: and turns
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell our listeners a little bit about um, What the film is about Kind of just the premise of the film
1: Sure Um, It's a psychological thriller About um, a girl named Tamara Who was on a getaway trip With um, some girlfriends And some unexpected turns happen And they end up getting involved With some backwoods some of my cultish men. Um and then from there we see who's going to be the cat and who's the mouse, <laughs> and you'll have to watch it to find out more.
0: Very, very, very true. Um, what was – I like the film. What was the, the filming process like for you? Was it um, – I mean, I'm sure every day wasn't a cakewalk. Um. No.
1: Um, I had a lot of hats on, and it is an indie film, so it was just like we were all, all hands were on deck as much as possible. Um, So it was very stressful, but also I think like the end result was great, and we still were laughing and having fun, but we were shooting very long days, and it was a lot, but, you know. I think we we were all like super grateful and happy with how it turned out at the end of the day. So, everyone worked so hard and I'm so grateful for everyone that was a part of it, like cast crew. It was incredible.
0: Absolutely. So, um as far as the film uh the film's release date um is there do you have a set release date for next month because I know it comes out in April. Um, I'm pretty sure it's April 14th. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And what platforms will it be available on? Will it be available on iTunes and Google Play? Or I,
1: That sounds very much right. I know for sure iTunes, and then I think it's
0: Google Play as well. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And in terms of um, doing more films, do you think that you'll stay in the horror horror genre, or do you think you'll transition into... Other
1: things. I would love to do a comedy next, but I think it all just depends on what, you know, if people love this and they want to still see more, then, you know, I think I would just listen to what people are asking for and see. And also, but I love doing comedy, it, I, it's one of my favorite things,
0: but we is still so fun as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you've done so many other things. I mean, like I said, NCIS and you know, white people and, you know, you're mo- most notably, you know, the have and have nots. Um, tell me what was it like getting, I guess, finding out that you were going cast on, on that show? Because it's, you know, it's become so iconic, you know, to a lot yeah. of people. What was it like when you found out that you were going to be on the show?
1: I might have ran around my apartment at the time jumping <laughs> up and down. It was so exciting. I mean, it was my first really big booking. Um, So I was stoked, you know, to be a lead on the show. It was really, really exciting. And then having Tyler Perry and Oprah as your boss, I mean, they're icons. So it was overwhelmingly just victorious, I guess I could say. It was just, there was so much joy and it was so much fun
0: working on that show too. Everyone was great. I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so what what is the biggest takeaway that you want people to get from the work that you do? Because I know like the roles that you've been in have been um, very, you know, vastly different, and mm-hmm. but they've been so encompassing to, especially to, you know, like your character has always been like an integral part of whatever you've been in, um, when people look back at your work, you know, 20, 30 years from now, what's the biggest takeaway that you want them to get from the work that you've done? I love that
1: you talked about versatility. And I think that that's like the biggest compliment someone could say for an actor is just being able to come into any role that someone gives you and to be able to play and have fun and just to take any role role by the horns and be able to just really conquer it is an achievement to me for sure and that's kind of how the ballet world was too you never knew what ballet you'd be doing next in your repertoire and so you might like I said be playing a swan and then you'd be playing you know a doll in coppelia and then you just never knew and so you had to learn how to be versatile so you could transform into all those roles and i think acting is the same way that you have to be able to take a role and be able to transform to perform it um i think that's super vital and i would be super grateful if people saw that
0: i concur i concur you um so you have the getaway uh coming out next month super excited for are there any other projects that you're working on that you can tell us about
1: um, I just finished a movie for Apple called Star Fall in Alabama. It was really amazing. Um, I got to play the antagonist in it. So that was fun and different. And um, I think that's coming out in a few months, but I don't think there's a release date yet.
0: Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And my, um, my final question is, is where can our listening audience find out more about you and uh get keep abreast of your upcoming projects
1: of course um i have twitter and instagram i have a facebook but i don't really use it so that's probably not the best way to follow me but twitter and instagram is my handle is the same it's just at jacqueline Thumb.
0: awesome jacqueline thank you so much i i'm really appreciate thank you coming
1: on you of
0: course. i wanted to open the floor i'm all out the questions but i wanted to open the floor if there's Anything you'd like to say to our listening audience?
1: I think you hit everything. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I think that was a great interview.
0: Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Jacqueline, thank you so much. Of course. Guys, that was our exclusive interview with actress Jacqueline Beck. You can uh, check her, uh, check out the link to her social media. We'll put in the body of this post. If you're listening to us on um, iTunes, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. We're also available on Roku uh, and all other streaming devices. Uh, check out the getaway. It comes out uh, April 14th, and it's going to be available also on iTunes. Make sure you pick up a copy or rent a copy. It's definitely not to be missed. Thank you so much, Jacqueline.
1: Thank you. Nice talking to you. Take care.
0: Request. Thank you. Bye. Bye.